Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am the mayor of PHNX. This man is in charge of the public works. He is Mr. Electricity himself, Sean DePaz. Corporate commissioner, Sean DePaz. Corporate commissioner, Sean DePaz. And of course, uh, there's the vice mayor himself over there. It's Jesse Friedman. Has Got- anyone ever drank coffee on this show? I don't believe I've drank so. coffee on a show before, but I, uh, I think it was just a G-rated that I've done it. Listen, I'm yeah. tired, man. Yeah, I am a sleepy little boy. There's there's some long nights. And it's been being put I in. am. Yeah, Damon always drinks coffee. Apparently, I'm not on the show, according to Jesse. Yes. I drink coffee every fucking day. It's my cool. it's favorite coffee. No, it's That's not fair. real. This is real coffee. <laughs> this is real this coffee. Is I just real hot it right before. Coffee. Brewed. Um, I can see steam coming out of the cup. Damon also just hit into my favorite bit um that i do to leah all the time making her feel bad for not including me in like the the phnx coyotes crew so now the point where i, I was like I, I would always she would always be like it's 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 craig and pd and me and i'd be like i'm, I'm here too yeah he's also here. so now now i get included in everything yeah. so keep it up uh damon and we'll, uh, you won't be forgotten i'll make sure not to include you damon plenty but uh of course one thing that we found out today is that the arizona diamondbacks are going to include plenty of zach gallon and plenty of merrill kelly <laughs> in their lineup for their final 16 games of the season. Maybe uh, just their final 16 games. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, because uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Mike Fitzgerald confirmed on Luke and Wolf this morning that Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly will start eight of the team's final 16 games, including the next two games. Um, so that would put Gallon starting on September 13th, at least based on our calculations, September 13th, September 19th, September 24th, and then in the finale there, against uh, the Houston Astros on September 29th. Not the final game, but the start of that series. Kelly would then pitch every game after him, including uh, tomorrow, then September 20th, September 25th, and September 30th. Interesting thing about that is that would make the two-game series with the Giants, I believe, Gallon and Kelly, which is a fairly important series. Yeah. We said it doesn't stack up well for the Cubs series here no. at home. No <laughs> Gallon, no Kelly in that series. But uh, what what are your thoughts uh, specifically, Jesse, uh, on how this is going to impact Gallon and Kelly's availability in the playoffs? Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't line up great. Uh, <laughs> if you if you were curious what it would look like for the Diamondbacks to make the playoffs and have neither Zach Gallen nor Merrill Kelly available in game one, 
It looks like that's what you're gonna see. Ready, uh, that makes me sick ready, to my Joe. stomach. Mr. Mantiply. Um season hero. I already have anxiety about that. Uh why is that? Is that due to the how soon after the final game? Because the final game is uh essentially on what, October first of the season? Yeah. So yeah. so how soon after that do the playoffs start? Would that three game wildcard series yeah, start on the it, second or the third? It would start on the third. Okay. Um, so yeah, with the way that things line up, uh, you've got Zach Gallon pitching today. And what kind of messes with things is Zach Gallon pitches today on the 13th, but he's not able to pitch on the 18th because the D backs don't play that day. Right. He's not, a, he's going to have to pitch on five days rest and start on the 19th. And if you just work it out every five days from that point forward, it lands with him starting on, on the 29th. Uh, and if he starts on the 29th, he can't pitch on the third uh, unless he's on short rest, right? Uh, you would just have the 30th, the first and the second as, as off days. So he would be on short rest if he were to pitch on uh, in game one and Merrill Kelly would be on even shorter rest. So the D backs as things line up, the D backs would have uh, Zach gallon available in a game two of a potential wild card round. And they would have Merrill Kelly available in a game three. They would not have either available in a game one, uh, which you have to presume would be some kind of a, some kind of a bullpen game, right? Where the D backs just, no. you know, match up the heck out of no, the thing and, and try this. to piece it together. No, if they manage to win that first game, with the bullpen game in that, or however they manage to go about, then the D backs are in a great position because then yeah. if you either win game two um, and then you get to start presumably Merrill in game one of the next series, or I guess then you go three games, but then you have Merrill presumably again in a winner take all game three. So like, I think I think that's if if you're asking me, frankly, lining. that's the silver lining yeah, is that. I feel more comfortable about Kelly being in the finale. Should the Diamondbacks be able to, you know, I would argue split the first two games more than Zach. Personally, right. I would rather. I think I'd rather have Merrill more than anybody yeah. be in that last I mean, game. Based just on how of, he's pitched lately, of, take. of how, and I mean, like it's going to be on I the road. I would rather Zach start game one, but it, like I think I like the idea of Merrill being. Uh, obviously, since neither of them are going to start game one, like I like Merrill coming second in that situation. Um, because I mean, like, like realistically, obviously losing game one could kind of ruin the whole series for you but like if the series is going three games regardless i would much rather have the yeah. bullpen game come in the yeah. first one than the last one yeah um that's so a, that's a that's a fair point a silver lining i guess that's a fair yeah. point um well speaking of zach gallon uh for the first time this season zach gallon is no no longer the leader for mlb.com's cy young award voting poll so uh this there's been four previous polls this season up to this point gallon was the nl leader in the previous four polls he got the most votes uh he got busted down to third in the latest uh polling uh he did allow 11 runs over two starts on august 28th and september 3rd which basically caused his era to skyrocket a bit and it caused him to kind of lose that stranglehold he's had all season long on that voting uh i believe justin Steele now is the voting favorite yeah. followed by blake snell who uh just still walks a crazy amount of people but <laughs> it's just insane sometimes to look at gallons uh, home versus away splits mm. and that factors into what you're talking about as far as who you would prefer there in that final game gallon this season at home is 11 and 2 and 14 starts with a 2.18 era a 0 0.971 whip a strikeout to walk ratio of 7.64 and That's an opponent insane. opponent batting average of 220 hmm. 
his away stats, he is four and five in 16 starts. He has a 4.36 ERA. He has a 1.186 whip. His strikeout to walk ratio, 3.52. Half, half le- what, more than half, more than of, half yeah. Yeah, or of what, what it is at home. And a 245 opponent batting average. So really that the batting average, I mean, that changes a bit, but it's still... It's still nothing compared to the contrast of his ERA yeah. at home versus away, his whip and his his walk to strikeout ratio. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how the Cy Young race pans out. Uh, I know a lot of people. There've been a lot of articles written in the last few days, you know, with people kind of making their lists and and talking about how it it certainly seems like it's gonna go down to the final start of the year. It seems like Not, none of these guys have a have a significant advantage if they really have much yeah. of an advantage at all. I still think Zach Gallon is in this race just because of the innings, as we've talked about yeah. previously. And I mean, he's, he's going to have more innings. Obviously, like we yeah. About. Yeah. I mean, if he goes like seven innings to start the rest of the way and in, in four more starts, I mean, he's, you know, he's going to creep close to about 220 on the season. That's a, that's a pretty big number when no one else in the race, uh, or at least no one else who, who really seems like they have a real shot at this point. Top three is guys. even going to hit. Yeah. yeah. Is even going to hit 200. So, I mean, Blake Snell averages less than five and two thirds innings per start. Uh, Justin Steele averages less than six innings winner. per start. Not those are winner. those are like kind of troubling numbers, right? For for yeah. Cy Young uh, candidates who you know have have good numbers elsewhere. I mean, they both have really really good ERAs. That's of course where the the big advantage for them lies. But innings have a have a lot of value. You know, them not going those extra thirty innings. Those are innings that their that their bullpen has to cover. It you know probably not nearly as high of a level as as those pitchers would be able to. So. Uh, there's a lot of value in the innings, and and Zach Gallon has that advantage. He's at least close enough in ERA and and WHIP and some of the other categories to to keep himself in the race at this point. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Tyler Hall. Happy it birthday. is his birthday today. Happy birthday, Tyler! Hey, Thank you for joining us. I know there's a lot of birthday. things you could be doing on your birthday, so. Sitting here listening to to me be a gas bag is something that I truly appreciate. <laughs> but uh, the question remains in regards to Zach Gallon winning the Cy Young. Do we even want that? And I'm going to be really selfish here for a moment. <laughs> like, I know Zach Gallon wants that. I know Zach Gallon at the end of the day, wants to achieve all of his, all, all of the awards, all the goals. He wants to win World Series. He wants to win a World Series here in Arizona. There's no doubt in my mind, and I'm sure very much so, knowing how competitive he is, that he absolutely wants to win this award. So there's no doubt. That's not the, that's not the question here. Nor is it one of those things where he doesn't deserve it, uh, nor is it one of those things that I don't want him to be happy and win all the awards. I just also want to be happy, and I want Zach Gallen to stay here in the Valley. So it feels mm. at times, like even though we're rooting him on for this award that this award could potentially just be another thing that prohibits him from being able to stay here gallon is under contract until 2026 he's got two more arbitration eligible years in 2024 and 2025 which a cy young award would essentially impact right i mean if he wins a cy young award he's going to get paid more in arbitration uh and that's going to be a good case for for his side in order to get that more money uh but his major league baseball career earnings Aren't very much. And I'm not going to say this from a perspective of a man that's ever earned anywhere close to this money, but (laughs) including his $563,000 signing bonus that he got with the Cardinals, he's earned about $8.7 million in his career. Now, that's that's a lot of money. Seven more than I have. That is correct. (laughs) That is correct. But by comparison, right, Zach Gallen is 
has been known yeah. for the last few seasons as one of the best pitchers or one of the better pitchers in baseball. By comparison, yeah. Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer are both getting paid each this season $43.3 million for one year of playing baseball. That is a lot of money. Right. And the thing is, is that as at, at the end of the day, Zach Gallon wants – that Justin money. Verlander and, and Max sure. Scherzer money. And I mean, the way that he's pitched, you could argue that he deserves it. So Gallon will and should get paid when he is a free agent, which will almost likely eliminate the D-backs from that equation. So really, it feels like the only way they can get Zach Gallon to stay is to figure out some sort of contract yeah. extension, right? Like, uh, and, and I hate to say it, but Zach Gallon just missing out on the Cy Young Award, that would be a good time to be easy. like, hey, let's get that contract extension done. <laughs> I just want him to stay in the Valley. But I I feel like, again, that's one of the things about this award is it truly feels like should he become a Cy Young Award winner, that that is going to just kind of seal the fate that we only have, you know, two more seasons of Gallon here and after this year. I want to believe that they can re-sign him no matter what. I know that might be a little naive. I would like to believe I, that. I, I, like, I don't know. I, I This is going to sound like... I want my guys winning awards. Like I don't like. You can, <laughs> yeah, I can't con- concern myself that much with the future. Like I, I want Zach Gallon yeah, to get the credit he deserves. I want the country to recognize that we have the best rookie in baseball and the best pitcher in the, well, the National yeah. League. Um, like, Which is funny because that's why I feel differently. We have we have Corbin under contract, so I'm like, yeah, well, give yeah. him all of the well, awards. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it obviously is very different in that regard, and obviously, like this team doesn't directly gain something from him winning this award the way they do with the draft pick and, and Corbin. But like, yeah, I still, I don't know. I, I just like, I feel like there's something about like the culture of the organization. Like you showing people that like we win over here. Yeah. Like we've got yeah. like, and we develop people, we develop into people. The best yeah, like, in the so like, I, I feel like there's value in that. It, maybe not direct or like tangible value, but I don't know. And just as a fan, like I want to be able to tell everybody like, we have the best pitcher well, and we're going to have the best pitcher next year. Cause ultimately if they win a world series next year, I don't care if they like, obviously I would still want them to resign him, but it doesn't matter as much because they've got the ring as much as I want it. It feels inevitable anyway, Jesse, right? Like Scott Boris being his agent, uh, doesn't typically sign contract extensions. Doesn't bode well. It does not bode well. <laughs> Marcus said in the chat, his agent wants him to hit the open market. And yeah, I'm sure that's the case. I'm sure Zach wants to hit the open market, right? So like for the most part, it feels inconsequential as far as if he does or doesn't win this award impact how long he's going to stay here but uh am i right in assuming that a cy young award for zach gallon all but seals it considering what that would make his value at that point i don't know how much of a difference it makes honestly uh whether he finishes first or second or third or whatever it is the point is it's going to be really hard for the diamondbacks yeah. to, to extend yeah. zach gallon at the end of the day yeah maybe it has a, a marginal impact and and i agree it probably would make some difference in in an arbitration hearing uh, you know, he'd probably make a little bit more money over the next couple of years, which, of course, impacts the Diamondbacks which he deserves. in some absolutely way, which, deserves which he absolutely way. would deserve. It, I think it is a common misconception, though, with Scott Boris that his his clients never sign extensions. Uh, it is rare, but it has happened before. Uh, there have been, I believe, more position players than than pitchers, but there have been a, a few pitchers. Someone asked a, a question about this in, in my last mailbag story over at gophnx.com, so you can check out a more full-fleshed-out version of this over there. But three pitchers are notable uh, who were who were Scott Boris clients and signed extensions. Jared Weaver with the Los Angeles Angels, who was at one point a very, very good pitcher. Not so much toward the end of his career. Um, 
that didn't end so well for for the Angels. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. with the Houston Astros, Scott Boris client, and then of course Steven Strasburg, the recently retired Steven Strasburg, <laughs> oh, yeah, a sad. Scott those, Boris client who those signed. Those good. Ex- no, those signed, were, well, those I mean, great examples. <laughs> Steven Strasburg. I don't know. It, <laughs> I mean, that one's a little tough. Yeah. Uh, I just think Scott Boris. I think Scott Boris knows what he's doing. I was going to say. I think, yeah, I think yeah, Scott Boris very and, much. And, and, and it almost feels like now, like if Zach Gallon has an extension, like oh no, Scott Boris. No. <laughs> there's there's an obvious connection, especially with with McCullers and with Strasburg, right? Where those are both very injury prone yeah. pitchers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Zach Gallen has not really been that. He had some roadblocks in in 2021, and include including a little bit of a UCL scare at, at one point that, that happened just a couple years ago. But yeah, Lance McCullers, uh, he hit he was slated to hit free agency at age 28. He signed a five-year, $85 million extension with, with the Houston Astros. Uh, and then Steven Strasburg also was slated to hit free agency at 28. And the Nats gave him seven years and $175 million. Of course, that contract is, has really turned disastrous for, for the Nationals. Um, so, yeah, it, it it's, it's tough. Uh, the odds are certainly not in the Diamondbacks' favor. Uh, those guys had some some injury risk, and you have to figure that that had some part in in Boris and and the player being you know interested in in signing that extension. Uh, Zach Gallen will hit free agency a little bit later than than those two examples. He'll be thirty rather than twenty eight, which theoretically would lower the price tag. But he obviously has, at least at this point, considerably less injury risk than either of those guys. And he's also, Lance McCullers just isn't a great comparison because Zach Gallon is just better than Lance McCullers and significantly more established than, than Lance McCullers was at that point. Yeah, correct. I feel like the impo- like the important thing is, like, I, I, Boris isn't necessarily, like, morally against signing extensions. Like, he obviously is trying to get his players to make the most money. And, I mean, like... Not signing an extension is a risk for the player, too. Like, if especially pitchers, like if knock on wood, but if something happens to Zach Gallon's elbow or something next year, and then it's like, well, bet you wish you signed that extension last year. Um, so, and plus, I mean, based on like the, I get one clip that we heard him talk about on the Mookie Bets podcast, but like, it definitely seems like he likes being here. That, it doesn't seem like he point. wants yeah. to necessarily, it doesn't yeah. seem like he's kicking down the door to get out of Arizona. No, yeah, not like, at all. Not like at all. He, but I think if the money's right, he'll stay here. And, and I think it ultimately is going to come down to, to Ken Kendrick, like it's gonna come down to money. You gotta, you're gonna have to pay the dude, regardless. Like he's gonna make yeah. a lot of money. He's yeah. gonna have to pay him. Yeah. It's and gonna be, it's gonna be two hundred million dollars or or more. You know, depending on kind of what happens over the next couple of years. If he stays healthy and continues to pitch about as well as he is right now, yeah. it's it's yeah. I think it's safe to say it's gonna be two hundred or more. Um, Connor Cunningham in the chat says, "I don't see why it matters if he takes one or third in Cy Young. His value is what it is." Mad Bun coming off books soon, Ahmed money, et cetera. We have proven we will pay guys, and that's a very good point. The Diamondbacks will pay guys. Yeah, usually it just seems to be the the case that they they are looking to pay guys from other teams that big payday, like they did with Madison Bumgarner, or like they kind of did with Granky. That you know that that it's not you know again. Uh, a, a guy like Gallon, but we haven't really had a guy like Gallon that was here. He he kind of became a star here in this way, yeah. and also, now we want to keep him here. Besides Paul Goldschmidt, that's the one guy who was like that, and obviously that's the one that sticks out in a lot of people's minds that make yes. us feel like this isn't going to happen. I'll say this too: he pitches better in Arizona. <laughs> like as far as like <laughs> he's better here. We gave you the home away splits. You, <laughs> like, do you want to have a four point three six ERA? brought it up good relationship with Stromy like yeah I feel like there's there's outside of him like apparently liking it here like 
from a career perspective, there's a reason for him to want to stay here too. That's a great point. That's so. a great point. Uh, speaking of a good career, uh, having a good career here in Arizona, Tommy Pham has been the really doing some good work here. In September, <laughs> Pham is slashing. <laughs> He's, he's, he's emotional Sean, in every way. He's just, today. He's just reactionary. Uh, in September, Fam is slashing 298, 327, 596 with a 922 OPS, three home runs, eight RBI, eight extra base hits. And at 35 years old, Fam is the oldest player in the league to steal 19 or love. more bases this season. I feel like that's got to get the young guys juiced. Yeah. When right? you see, like, it's, it's almost like when Christian Walker steals a base. You're yeah. like, you're yeah. not supposed to be able to do that. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, it's like, incredible. I mean, it's be well, and, and there is an incredible article uh, over at The Athletic from Ken Rosenthal and Will Salmon about Tommy Pham that I think everybody that's a Diamondbacks fan should check out. It details kind of his past and how uh, like he's had some crazy things happen to him and he kind of gets a bad rap. Uh, considering how many teams he's been on and, and a lot of what he's gone through in his career. But uh, it details a lot about how intense of a, of a teammate he is, how good of a teammate he is, how good of a locker room guy he is, and how much people enjoy playing with him. Uh, I think that it was Mike Hazen who basically said that we don't, we don't really know the real Tommy Pham. He said, "Whatever you think you know about Tommy Pham, you don't." Yeah, <laughs> that was the that was the Mike Hazen. The, yeah, that was a killer Mike Hazen quote well, in, in the story. By the way, the title of the article is "Beyond the Slap," and then I think it's that quote, which it is, is a quote. wild. It's a wild yes. uh, title, but yeah, of course, right now, especially with Tommy Pham, like it, it's kind of crazy when an incident like that happens. We've joked about it at times and such, but uh, it 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 has kind of become the thing that Tommy Pham is known for instead of, you know, his, his play and, or his success as a ball player, uh, things like that. Obviously the incident that happened earlier, you know, in, in San Diego, that that's a, that's a yeah. thing that kind of people have been talking about when it comes to him. And, you know, again, uh, when I met Tommy Pham for the first time, when he joined the team, he was very intense, but it was funny because in reading the article, the, the way people described him of being a very direct person that's and 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 that have that, that intensity it's like yeah that's why our our handshake was like that it was electric he like you know a lot of people just kind of like passively like hey how's it going like it's he no big deal time. but you can tell maybe they didn't even register like he looked into my eyes and was like how's it going and like yeah. gave me a firm handshake and stuff so like I, I mean, I love Tommy Pham and I'm I'm a glad that he's part of this team but to read this article really did shed light on kind of who he is and and what he's kind of gone through in his career and honestly he he really is the kind of guy that that brings the experience that most of the Diamondbacks players don't have and I think that's what's the most valuable about him being here yeah. plus he's been absolutely raking so yeah. I mean as far as the slap goes like I think a we know that like no one is as as like every, people are better than their worst moments so there's that yeah, like, uh, yeah. B, I think it clearly show, I mean, for better or worse, it shows that this man is like, if he's got a problem, he's going to handle it. Like he's going <laughs> to, he's, he's not like, if he's got something to say, he's got something to do. He's going to, like you said, he's going to be direct about it. You can't question his competitive fire. Obviously <laughs> like, when it comes in the form of slapping someone over fantasy football, that's a problem. But when it comes in the form of, of him being a leader in the clubhouse and like kind of and do, and being whoever he is for this team, like, it's good. I think it's something that the team needs, especially uh, considering how young they were. Like, that's why you sign a guy like Evan Longoria for that veteran leadership. And I think Fam provides that in a very different way than Evan Longoria. But it, it is like, and I've said before, like, he gives a very much like Kawhi Leonard energy. 
is no no frills no you don't see him laughing or smiling or anything ever like he's here to take care of business he's not and he's, he's not wearing the flashy guards yeah. like we see some of the other exactly. guys that we very well, much I mean, enjoy we, we, yeah i mean we, we kind of poke fun at him all the time for having yeah. the, the franklin gloves and the basic black adidas cleats like he's not he's here to play baseball yeah. man he's here yeah. to win baseball games yeah. um and the, i think this this team like not that this team didn't have that before like everyone was here obviously to win baseball games but I think he provided he provides a certain amount of edge that you didn't get from the younger guys or like, a, absolutely you know, a, a lovable veteran like Evan Longoria. Like he doesn't provide kind of that like you need to have a little bit of fear when you play this team in the way that Tommy Pham, I feel like, does. I love that there's a quote in here from Buck Showalter. There's honestly so many good quotes in, in this story from The Athletic. Uh, Buck Showalter said, if you can't handle the truth, you can't handle him. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's like, my kind of guy. Yeah, it's it's this guy who is, who is uh, by all indications, very, very direct, uh, maybe even uncomfortably so. Almost militaristic. Like but, no- but to the point where it's like, you know what? He's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, he, he's sort of just telling it like it is in, in a way that a lot of players seem to really like yeah. having, you know, having someone on their team who's willing to do that. Because you can't get that. So I, like in, a, in sports in general, you can't get that from coaches anymore because I think we've, we are at a point in sports where like new generation of athletes, they don't handle like those straight up confrontational coaches. You need it yeah. to come from a peer, someone that you, you respect in that way. And I feel like again, that's a kind of unique leadership that Tommy Pham provides. Currently. He also is is playing fantasy football with with the Diamondbacks players. I believe Alec <laughs> Thomas said that in a post game interview the other day, and, and talked about awesome. how they've been like giving him crap about it and and the whole thing. So yeah, that's the fantasy I football know, thing. Who was the one to be like, hey Tommy, you got a spot? <laughs> like there, I, I like four of them huddled in the corner. You ask you him. No, you ask him. Zypher brings up a great question. He says, do they keep him next? year with all the outfielders they have tommy fam is currently on a one-year six million dollar contract and no they're trading for mike trout remember yeah. they don't they oh, they, yeah. they are they're right. for a right-handed hitting That's outfielders right. we're already just saying be crazy mad. stuff well <laughs> i mean I, I think from the for the most part i think that um they 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 might they might consider it i mean I'd like it he is going to be like the the problem there obviously is his age he's going to be yeah. you know 36 years old and yeah one of the older guys in the league at that point but Again, I, I really don't care about age considering his production right now. If he can if he can be this productive next season, I think he could very very much be valuable. And I would I would rather that they kept him over over other guys that they might consider keeping on another one year deal. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing too. Like the outfield is not really where they need to be spending money this offseason. That's um, very true. And so like obviously this we and we know we live in a situation where there there's no salary cap, but there is a salary cap for this team. Like they're not gonna there's no unlimited amount of money they're gonna spend. Um, and so I like, I mean, for all the reasons we just talked about and like, he is going to be more cost effective than Mike Trout. Yeah. Um, and, so. and pretty much everybody else that they could probably <laughs> yeah, pursue. Exactly. So like <laughs> more <laughs> cost effective than Mike Trout. That's Tommy fan. Uh, that's Tommy fan. Put it on a shirt. shirt. Yeah. Put it on a shirt. Uh, like, I would rather, if you're giving out, if you're giving out, like if you're passing on Tommy fan, because you want to take some big swing at, at, in the outfield, like I would rather you do that. With your pitching staff or in, yeah. infield, the D-backs have bigger needs exactly. than, than in the outfield Great for point. sure. And Tommy Pham is a guy who's who's not likely to command and you know an enormous mm-hmm. salary. It's probably another one year deal, and um, you know maybe you can get him for for five or six million or something like that. And and it is it, it's very much a position the Diamondbacks have to fill. And yeah. I mean, he's um, a guy like Derek alluded to earlier has been on so many different teams. He might just kind of want to stay somewhere. Yeah, especially yeah. if the team's good. Yeah, for sure. It's a good. It seems like a good fit right now. I mean, uh, that article talks about him really enjoying like working with Dave McKay 
and and the coaching staff because again it's hard at times to get guys to respect uh you know in in tommy's case he, he might actually be working with a coach that's like his same age or even younger than him uh and like uh you know it's it's different sometimes like i've said that about you know brent strom with someone like madison bumgarner it's still you're making a lot of age comments today for, for all the for all the conversation we had yesterday <laughs> oh was i not supposed to uh was i was i not supposed to attack other people on their age yeah. i'm sorry but, uh, but also, no i'm just saying though right like i mean there is something to be said about having respect uh or, or having somebody as wise as as dave mckay to to you know like they were going over like out park dim or ballpark dimensions and like going through the outfield and looking at just little ballpark factors and things like that. Like it really does. Uh, it, it, like you said, it feels like this is a good situation for Tommy. He enjoys being here. And, and uh, also hopefully that makes sense. The last few stops of his career in New York city and San Diego, California, like there's, and we've talked before I, the Padres fans are, they bother me. Um, <laughs> like, there's a, a probably a different kind of a played for the Cardinals, like a, a lack of pressure here that I think certain guys, not necessarily not necessarily Tommy, but I, there obviously are certain guys who I think like the atmosphere that that playing in Arizona provides as opposed to playing at a place like New York yeah. or San Diego. Yeah, the, um, the, the fan environment is much different. Yeah, and here. especially a guy like Tommy Pham, who, you know, obviously had his interactions with San Diego and appears to be a more low key guy like. Arizona might just be the spot for him. It might be. Well, retire we, here, Tommy. Yeah. So we can retire your number. Hang out. He's ready to do it. He's ready. He's ready. 28 to, in the Raptors. He's right ready to build the statue. Right between 51 and 42. Yeah, Tommy right. 28. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys being here right now on the PHN Exports YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't mess when we go live. Leave us our little attaboys. Those are those thumbs up there. Uh, if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, we appreciate you being here too, you listeners. Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, do so and leave us a review. We always appreciate that feedback. Uh, if you want to watch Arizona Diamondbacks games, you want to watch live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news, the best place to do it is at Fubo TV. Mm. You can stream live TV from any device. You can watch the most Arizona sports for the lowest price, and you can start watching immediately with a free trial. Uh, there are a 1,000 hours of cloud DVR storage included at no extra charge, uh, and you can watch your local teams when you're traveling, which is the best part about this. Make sure not to miss a game. Don't miss an event. Don't miss uh, red zone. Cardinals football. They got red zone. That's what I care about. Red zone is red the zone channel. is one of the best inventions of all time. Uh, it really by is. Syracuse that's, Brad. It's, that's uh, a fact. That, it's a fact. It is. A, it is a fact. Um, like I, I my whole life, uh, I, 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 whenever I had the Sunday ticket, I, I basically did red zone myself. Yeah. That's what I wanted that's to bad, do. I, I like, I like, I, you know, I got a multi-screen set up. I'll usually put because usually they're not playing at the same time. I'll have one screen for either the Bills or Cardinals. And then I'll have that so I can lock in that one game and then I throw red zone on. I can get both of them on Fubo. That's right. Um, and it's just I, I have been spending the last few years that was sitting through buffering and watching, uh, you know, it's a great point watching red zone on maybe not completely legal channels. Um, this is better and easier. <laughs> And I don't. And we have don't to worry endorse. About it. We don't endorse using those. Well, well, at all. no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fubo, Fubo's better because Fubo I don't have to worry better. about it, it giving me an uh, inappropriate pop up at a time. Yeah. I was, no more. No more viruses. No, no, more, no viruses. more viruses. <laughs> Get Fubo. Get Fubo. It's safer. Uh, you could watch all of your favorite college football and NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com/phnx to sign up for 15 percent off your first month of Fubo 
Pro. Uh, and of course, big shout out to BetMGM, which makes, of course, watching sports even better. Uh, right now, if you have not signed up at all for the BetMGM app, we don't know what you're waiting for. Come join us. Bet a little bit of money. Make a lot. Uh, in fact, you just have to deposit some money and make your first bet, and you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings. You just got to uh, wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10, and you will get those $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Uh, once you have placed a qualifying bet, you will receive that $200 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. And again, just got to place a wager in the amount of at least $10. So uh, our favorite, uh, you know, I... I'll tell you, I noticed on the build a game parlay that there were some very good options for the Arizona Diamondbacks, mm -hmm. but uh, I did not place my bet, and my bet would have gone uh, terribly wrong in the in the finale there. Uh, I, 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 was, I, I thought you were going the other way because yeah, yeah. there is nothing <clears throat> worse than a bet that you didn't make that would have hit. Oh, that happens that you to wanted me. to make. That happens to me more That's, often so than the other the way. This I'll one, what's yeah. worse. Uzbekistan in 92nd minute goal off of yeah. free kick in your stupid but mouth. Alternatively, if you could, why if you would could you have seen Damon's face in that moment? But alternatively, oh. why would you have given a shit about a, a match between Mexico and Uzbekistan? Never. You wouldn't have. Never. So now you do. Yep. You got something to watch because you bet on it. He's right. He's right, and that's why BetMGM makes sports better. So, sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first bet. MGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application. At least $10, you will receive those $200. Instantly an additional wedding, winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Well, it is time once again for our Major League Baseball power rankings. So let's take a look at how the best teams in baseball stack up. The Atlanta Braves maintain that number one spot, and I don't think they're going anywhere. I don't even know if anybody is going to beat the Braves or stop the Braves. Like, we can all have fun with this playoffs nonsense and the wild card. We can all do have our little, our little games. We can play, have our little fun. doesn't matter. The Braves are going to smash all of us. I feel like <laughs> their magic number to clinch the NL East is down to two. Uh, so, and that's, you know, going to happen. Uh, Phillies there are, are, are not even close to them. Um, but yeah, the Braves just have had a stranglehold on that top position. Even when it looked like the Dodgers, might come close. They smacked them back down the power rankings, but uh, they've the hit 281 home runs as a team. They're just on a different tier than the rest of the, the Diamondbacks have hit like a hundred and fifty something. That's I just think stupid. The D-backs have an above average offense, and the Braves have hit almost, almost twice double. as many home runs. <laughs> well, Matt Olson uh, got the club record with 51 home runs, which is just yeah. madness in this modern day era of to have 51 home runs. I don't even feel like people are talking about it or acknowledging it enough because that man deserves his flowers. But the Tampa Bay Rays come in uh, at the number two team here, Jesse overtaking the Baltimore Orioles. Those two swap spots. What's going on there with the race? You know, it just wanted to switch things up a little bit this week. There's no actual <laughs> logic behind it. Uh, you know, just Give figured us a little logic. flip flop. Stop uh, playing games with us. <laughs> no, I mean the Rays. The Rays have just continued to to play really well, and I mean the Orioles are also playing really well. 
Uh, but uh, we're going to take a look at something kind of fun a little bit later in the show. Uh, this this uh, altered standings <laughs> where we look at this. What would the standings would be if the results of every one run game was flipped around the other way? It's an alternate timeline. That- and, and as you'll see when we get there in a few minutes, the Orioles have benefited quite a bit from one run games. They've won a lot of close games. The run differential is about 70 runs off of the Rays run differential. And and granted, the Rays did a lot of that early in the season when they had a really easy schedule and they just absolutely trounced a bunch of teams in, in the first couple months of the year. But I think I think that still has some weight that, you know, in the grand scheme of the season, even though the Orioles do have a better record by three games or so at this point, the, the Rays have outscored their opponents by about 70 more runs. So... I, I still could go either way. I mean, they're both really good teams, but I decided to go with the Rays at number two this week. All right, the Rays so. also lost their all-star shortstop in the middle of the year and just didn't skip. And it just doesn't, yeah. It doesn't matter. Aaron Savali comes over <laughs> from, from Cleveland and has been really good for them. They're just they're just a machine, and it's, it's just really hard to stop the Rays right mm-hmm. now. That's very true. Uh, looking at the rest of the power rankings, Astros come in at number four, Dodgers at number five. There's no change there. The Rangers make the biggest leap of the week from not being ranked last week to jumping into the sixth spot here. They are back in the second wild card spot or the third wild card spot. They're in they're in the second. Yeah. Uh, the Mariners and the Blue Jays are tied for the third, although they're both the Mariners and the Blue Jays are only half a game behind the Rangers. That's how close things are. But the Rangers uh, did the win a, right now. They they did win a lot in the last week and they rightfully so made this big leap. Uh just scary there for a second. Yeah. For the Rangers. I was worried they weren't going to make the playoffs, which, I mean, they still might not. Yeah, they still are. I <laughs> like, mean, they're a half game. They're they're in it by a half game at this you, point. You say scary. I say hilarious. So, well, yeah. I mean, our two things are different uh, same. there. Yeah, they're both. But, uh, yeah, we got, <laughs> well, we got uh, like you said, the Mariners and the Blue Jays there at seventh and eighth, and then the Phillies at the top wild card spot in the NL at ninth, and the Brewers at tenth, which – of course, the Brewers would still remain a team that I do not want to encounter in the playoffs. I hope, I pray Mike Farron is right about that when it comes to the Brewers. But who would you rather play in the playoffs? Uh, that's, that's my thing. That's the Phillies. I'd rather oh, play the Phillies. Oh, God. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. God. You'd rather play the Phillies the teams over that who? just went to the World Series? The Brewers. You'd rather play the Phillies over the Brewers. Kyle over five home runs in three yeah. games against the D-backs. Yes. Yes. No Thank yeah, you. Sorry. I, I would. I, I think I would rather play the Dodgers than the Phillies. Damn near. No, no. The Phillies pitching staff hasn't been very good lately. No, Brian, Brian Sitker, the uh, the manager of the Braves, said yesterday that the Phillies scare him more than any team in the yes, league. Really? Yes. I think rankings said, of yeah. teams. I would like. Obviously, I don't want to play the Dodgers and, and Braves. But after that, I would. I would play literally any other team Just in baseball before I. Play. They're a sleeping giant waiting for the playoffs. Is that the idea there? What you, a sleeping giant. They're in a playoff spot. Well, there is no sleeping giant. It's, and we saw what they did last year. Bryce Harper lives for these moments, and Kyle Schwarber might be the greatest leadoff hitter of. Or home lead off home run hitter of all time. I, thought you, were, I thought you were about to Not say that was the greatest like, lead off. Yeah, that is a hot take. He, can't, he take. can't do anything other than strike out or hit home runs. But yeah. get me to one war before we talk about the greatest lead off hitter <laughs> yeah, of all definitely time. Definitely not the greatest lead off hitter <laughs> of all Ricky time. Ricky Henderson. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but all that man does is strike out and hit home runs. Um, the guys in the chat are bringing up that the Rangers did lo- just lose uh, Max Scherzer. Yeah, he which, which I think came out a few minutes ago. That that oh, wow. I don't believe had been announced. Yeah, when, he did uh, when I was doing this earlier. Today. Today. That, that that maybe changes the calculus. I mean, maybe I'd maybe I'd bump the Rangers down a little bit uh, given that news. I mean, he hasn't been 
Scherzer hasn't quite been, you know, Peak Scherzer in his time no. with the Rangers, but that's still obviously a, a loss for them. Really, once you get past the the top five, like in in my mind, the Braves, Rays, Orioles, Astros, Dodgers, those are all clearly elite teams. Once you get past those five, there's a lot of good teams and maybe even great teams, but it, it's really hard to figure out. Like, all right, are the Mariners better than the Blue Jays? Are the Phillies better than the Rangers? Are like. These are questions that yeah. really could go any way at this yeah. point. A lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, obviously what they've done this season, run differential, their the difficulty of their of of their division. Uh, I yeah. think you know what they have going on there in the AL West is really interesting and fun, and uh, I think that this has been one of the better years for not know not not having teams really emerge i mean like i said earlier i don't know if anybody's beating the braves so it feels like they're kind of running away with it a little bit but anybody can possibly you know make it make a splash get hot in the playoffs and even end even end their season so apparently it's quote unlikely that max scherzer pitches in the playoffs which to me screams max scherzer is going to come in and shut down <laughs> whoever they're playing in game seven of the world series uh well he did exit his start versus toronto with a right tricep injury which we are now finding out is now a season ending injury another weird situation with the toronto blue jays with alec manoa who uh, was sent yeah. down uh, and did not report yeah. to like AAA, and it's just a sad situation mm-hmm. because obviously he struggled this year performance wise. But like, uh, I feel like he became a lot of people's favorite, you know, kind of all star just a year ago when he was shit talking in the middle of the uh, of the World Series yeah. and letting the announcers pick which pitch he was going to throw well, in the All Star game. Yeah. Not World Series, sorry. In the World Series, World Series, that, that would have been, been wild. That, that would have been be, the greatest thing be in baseball. Satchel Page, like all <laughs> the out, the fielders in being like, I got this. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's just, I, I think it's just uh, obviously not a great situation, but it's an example of how thing how quickly things can go south for a professional ball player like this game is it's a fickle game and you can go from being one of the elite to not even being league average very quickly uh yeah you know pitching in single a ball at one point this year i know he was pitching in the rookie league league? Um, i mean and the fact that he's not reporting to triple a shows that he's clearly not just like taking this in stride um, yeah, well, is, apparently he he wanted he wanted a doctor to look at like his knee or something. There was some mm. physical setback that at least at least existed from his perspective. I don't know if him and the if he and the team were quite on the same page with that. That's kind of how the story's been told, though. Yeah. Well, oh, I I hope things work out for him because he's a delightful personality, and uh, yeah, I, it sucks to see something like that happen. I mean, I feel we, like it's not the same in other sports, not not to this degree. No, like, do we see this in the NBA where a like guy a guy goes sudden, from being like the star pitcher in the All Star game to just yeah not being able to really pitch in like he can't AAA. hit a three pointer anymore? Yeah, he was one of the yeah. Better I mean, shooters obviously, like yeah. NBA players get hurt, and you know sometimes that's like a big deterrent in their careers, but. There wasn't like a major injury here that's yeah. that's clearly I mean, to blame guys, for this. You see like insanity where guys are on fire and take over the world for like a couple of weeks. That's, yeah. yeah. But to put together an all-star level season. Yeah. He had a then, 2.24 ERA yeah. in almost 200 innings. He was their opening year. day starter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. 
Here we are. Here we are. Well, on the on the opposite things. Ben, of things. Yeah, Ben Simmons. But Ben Simmons was never like Ben Simmons was never on the like level. The that best, play, one of the best players in basketball. Yeah, yeah. He just went Not from that level. I think Ben Simmons was the same level as Alec Manoa. Alec I mean, Manoa a lot was more baseball players than there are NBA players. But Alec Manoa was like damn near Cy Young level last year. Yeah. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons was never was like a really MVP. good, a really good role player, right? But he, yeah, I he mean, was a time all star. Yeah, he was good. He, I mean, he was obviously he he was really. Now good. Now I have to look up Ben Simmons stats. I don't <laughs> I think mean, he was. People were considering him to be like a future superstar. Well, yeah, That's I mean, true. I mean, obviously when he was coming into the league, he was like. I mean, I mean that LeBron. while he was on the Sixers. Yeah, but it it, just, there was always like this guy can't shoot a basketball, and he's going to have to figure that out. Like, even, even, even even if Damon's right, I mean, and I'm saying I'm, I'm <laughs> in I'm, the unlikely the event that Damon is actually right. Damon knows what the hell he's talking about here. <laughs> no, you're. Yeah, I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying like. There's still like it, like you had to find the one, yeah, right? There Whereas aren't that in, many. Right, ma- right. in Major League Baseball, this just happens so often. And I mean, especially like even looking through like guys that won rookie of the year in the I mean, past and how many names those guys yeah. have just kind of faded into obscurity. Carlos right? can't break a major league roster now. Yeah, right. And he won rookie of the year. And like obviously there's a good reason why his career changed, but at the yeah, same time. Yeah, with him, too, there's a, a significant yeah. injury there. Yeah. Um, Pete Crow Armstrong, though, did make his uh, debut for the Cubs, by the way, just on Michael the opposite Carter end Williams. of things. Rookie of the year, and then he disappeared for the rest of his there career. There you go. There we go. There you go. That's a good one, too. Um, well, let's hope that not, doesn't happen with PCA here. But he's flashed some uh, great leather and uh, def- incredible defense there in his second game for the Cubs. So, uh, again, another fun story, another young guy. I feel like uh, rookies this season – are just absolutely becoming stars. I just don't know if I've ever really seen that in baseball before where there was this many new faces. Maybe, just maybe it's due to keeping track more because of Corbin Carroll, but it feels like all of these guys are coming up this year and just becoming stars. We talked about uh, Ronnie Mauricio yesterday, Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, obviously, uh, James Outman, who I'm sorry, Damon, I even had to bring his name up. But, Alvarez and Kodai Singa. Yeah, yeah uh, the, the kid for the Yankees. Um, the Martian, Jason Dominguez. Yeah, Jim, yeah, Jason Dominguez. And I mean, so, they I mean, had Volpe earlier this year. Like, yeah. There's been a lot, yeah, yeah. a lot of big names. And then, I mean, even, like, from, like, a star perspective, like, you look at, like, like the shortstop. Like, Dansby Swanson and Nico Horner, uh, like, that middle infield has been incredible. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nowhere, like, yeah. It's been a lot of, a little bit. Of, I mean, obviously, you still have like Ronald Acuna winning MVP and competing with Mookie Betts for the MVP. But like, I feel like there's this. I've been saying I knew from the moment the World Baseball Classic went the way the way it did that we were going to be in for a hell of a, a, a season of baseball. It has we been have a hell been of a in season. for a hell of a season of baseball. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Been was a lot this of fun. the was this the Cubs like retaliation like after the Diamondbacks called up Jordan Lawler yes. and took three out of four in yes. Chicago? They're like, all right, we got a young guy too. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna 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 we call have the all star. the money on PCA next weekend. <laughs> all the money. I don't know on any prop. Oh man, well that's going to be an interesting series, especially with no Gallon or Kelly going in that one for the Arizona Diamondbacks and that will be this weekend of course but uh, of course if you are going out to that game make sure to stop by Circle K and fill up fill yourself up fill your car up it's America's Thirst Stop and they have a brand new free membership program that you can get in on join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today terms and conditions apply at participating location locations visit circlek.com for details Uh, you can get that by downloading their app it'll save you 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill ups will also get you
you buy five, get your six one free on a selection of Circle K products, including pizza, coffee, and of course, those ice cold fountain drinks. So make sure to stock up uh, and, and fuel up over at Circle K. Uh, of course, also check out our friends at Pins and Aces, which make an absolutely incredible golf apparel polo uh many of them not just one it made me i made it sound like they just make one they have a huge variety uh they have amazing prints movie prints. it's like right up my alley as far as the shirts i wear so make sure to check them out they're not just for the links they're for everywhere they're comfortable they're lightweight they're stretchy uh and of course they are amazing to wear all the time pins and aces is the official golf apparel partner phnx in all city it is a family-owned golf and apparel business and they have more than just those polos I was talking about, hats, golf bags, golf accessories, uh, of course, the beer sleeve, which again, not just for the golf course, it's for anywhere. Uh, so check out pinsandaces.com and use our code of PHNX. You will receive 15% off your first order and you also get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Did we have a whole conversation about rookies being stars this year and not mention Ellie De La Cruz? I, I think I threw his name oh, did in you there, say that? but I was yeah. just kind of saying. I was, like, gonna, yeah. like, I was like, I feel like I didn't hear De La Cruz or Matt McLean and I was just like, it's because you chose not to hear those names. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. <laughs> you blocked them out. Sean has selective here. Yeah. Uh, who? Who? What? Also, uh, big shout out to all of our diehards. You guys are amazing. You made us feel great uh, during our anniversary, and we all can't thank you guys enough. Like, legitimately, you made us feel wonderful, uh, and we we appreciate the love. Uh, if you haven't joined the diehard family yet, make sure to do so now. Check it out at gophnx.com. The membership pays for itself. You will get access to the members-only Discord lounge, which that alone is worth the 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 cover price. You know what I mean? It's like a good good club. But yeah, it might be a little high in price, but you're you're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be worthwhile. But it's not just that. You also get a free piece of merchandise from phnxlocker.com. You get twenty percent off all future purchases. We have some amazing new shirts on there now, and of course, we have some incredible new designs uh, coming soon. So make sure to keep your eyes peeled for that. You also get $50 gift certificate from Mount Mike's Pizza, that Dobson Ranch Ranch card, and so much more. You also get all the ac all access to all the content uh, on our website, and you get access uh, to members-only in uh, invites to events, members-only discounts on events, uh, and members-only merchandise. So join us today at gophnx.com. Jesse alluded to it earlier, but there is this hmm. alternate this is timeline Coming to us from our friends at Talking Baseball, uh, they posted a standings which basically show what uh, what what everything would look like if the result of every one run game in baseball was flipped. So let's take a look at that. It's amazing. It's a little small, uh, but the one thing that really stands out to me is that the Arizona Diamondbacks really would just be in the exact same spot that they're in, if not a slightly worse position that they're currently in but sticks out to me is the yankees are the least clutch franchise in the history of baseball yeah yeah that's also <laughs> true that's also true i mean they literally would are going from the bottom of the division to, to second, second place. place yeah um with the, the switch of those games and i mean they are pretty on clutch may i return your memories to 2001 I just uh, like it's interesting because I mean there's some divisions that are greatly impacted and then some divisions that the appear to be dude. essentially exactly the same. The Miami Marlins just completely fall <laughs> out of the playoff <laughs> picture, though. Yeah. If, if this is the case, which is absolutely the, hilarious. The Cardinals to me. are who we thought they the were. Cardinals are exactly the Cardinals who we and thought the they were. Are hilarious. They are who we thought they were. Yeah, the Padres are six and 22 this year in one run that games. is absurd oh my god so this, so this is flipping it around 22 and six Which that's is a crazy pretty that's a pretty huge difference the, the padres have a closer so it's not like they were it's not like they they're the diamondbacks where they like ah they're blowing games late like they have 
that's a good true, closer. but I, I think that's kind of a misconception that like your record in one run games. Well, is no, yeah, I know bullpen. that, but I'm just saying for it to be that egregious, like yeah, you would like having a closer should make it should limit some of those. Yeah, you would. Yeah, it it seems very unlikely that that could ever happen for really any team. Honestly. And they have it's it, especially the Padres. They have tons of guys who should be able to deliver clutch hits in big moments that just like, especially early in the season that just didn't happen like the yeah. Padres were like historically bad with runners yep. in scoring position for the first couple months of the year and imagine being bad with runners in scoring position couldn't be us <laughs> <laughs> well and I mean like uh Baltimore Orioles they take a their their season's completely yeah, different they're 26 if those, and 12 in one run games which I mean that around that's a big these difference. are you get to the playoffs take a look at eat like like this is not sustainable. Like being like those teams that are having that big of jumps. Like, well, Felix shouldn't happen. Felix Batista was a big reason why the Baltimore Orioles King were Felix. able to win so many of those one run games. Right? You call so. him King Felix. Yeah, he keeps doing that. Well, it's, 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 he it's just a, cannot call Felix. No, Batista there's a backstory. There's, back there's a backstory. So they call him King Felix in Baltimore sometimes, yeah. and some I have heard piece that. of shit. Uh, uh, radio guy from seattle or something like that at the all-star game came up to him and like confronted him about it and was basically like stop using the nickname even though he has no like he doesn't call himself that and he just he, like, <laughs> called him over and like made him feel bad about it on when, camera when, like he, when felix uh, had nothing to do with it so then me and sean decided that he's i'm gonna king call felix him king felix from now on just to spite that, that guy um and so yeah he's king felix now um I, I think that your I think your reasoning is deeply flawed, but that's, I, well, that's right. I, no. Because there is no. You're I, all I understand wrong in this situation. I mean, that, that sounds like a bad thing that that guy did, but there is just no. No, he's not King Felix. There's and no I reasonable. Yeah, you I just agree can't with. Do I agree with the the radio guy in theory. Like calling him King Felix is absurd. Yeah. You can't do that. But you also uh, can't. But you if you're can't also call a player over to this and kid who had nothing to do with the, if the fact that the yeah, social media is calling him King Felix. It's pushing. It's pushing back on someone being an asshole. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. is. I don't. That's fair. I, this has nothing to do with Felix Hernandez. He's he is King Felix. He's, but he's he, you know, there's been multiple kings in history. There's been multiple King Georges. <laughs> multiple King Henrys. Yeah, right? that's he's what just I've King heard. Felix II. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of teams that are aren't kings, uh, are no longer kings. We have an update for you on teams that have been eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, this is different, obviously, than winning the division because these are the teams that are officially officially out of it in the al it is the chicago white Sox, the and, oakland athletics and, and and the kansas city royals and the yankees aren't eliminated they're yet. not not eliminated yet but they will be oh, they got eliminated from the division the division yeah, yeah okay. there's been a lot of division uh teams being eliminated from the division your red Sox are also eliminated from your division yeah. but uh but those not are teams from the playoffs yet though yeah those are teams that have been eliminated from all playoff contention in the yeah, national league right. only one team <laughs> the red Sox and the yankees have like the exact same record yeah, and Sean, no, sean's over here you're talking about them like the Yankees are, are like 44 and 100 uh, like the there's Royals. A, there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> of course. We don't have What's Garrett motherfucking Cole. Oh, okay. Their it's team a battle of good and evil. Good. There is a difference. There's a, that team was supposed to be good. The Red days. Sox weren't supposed to be good. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's, that's fair. fair. That's yeah, right. that, that, that side of it. Uh, I, think, yeah. the, I do think, Der I, Derek, I, I'm kind of questioning if it makes you a bad person that you just like put it on our rundown to just like 
hate on all the like give a shout out to all the teams that have been eliminated. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, shout out to the Colorado Rockies for being the only team in the National League for eliminated. So good job, DNVR. Let's take a look at those all city standings Woo! while we're here, shall we? Yeah, let's put some ease by those names. Can we get some? Yeah, ease? we're gonna have to start throwing ease. Yeah, we need ease on there, but uh, I still don't feel good about being three and a half back now in this division. Things were much different before these Phillies uh, came along, but yeah, uh, the Diamondbacks. Still, come on. We still have something to play for here. This is the most important division. Yeah, at this least is when all the D-backs have to play for. This is what matters to us. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we care about. But It was last year. Yeah, it was. It's all we had to play for. But uh, let's take a look at the actual wild card standing, shall we? Because, of course, uh, All City also runs the wild card right now. We got the Phillies, Cubs, and the D-backs. Reds won crazy. yesterday, so they managed to squeak in there and get one game back. But uh, still, the Diamondbacks doing okay. Like I said, if they... Uh, if they can manage to at least split this series with the Mets and and win at home against the Cubs. I think things look pretty good from there. Gall- Gallon and Kelly, though, that's going to still uh, it's going to be interesting how it stacks up and how it plays off uh, plays plays out if they do make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean the D-backs, like we said at the top of the show, they've got eight more games this year with either Zach Gallon or Merrill Kelly on the mound, and they have eight games without either Zach Gallon or Merrill Kelly on the mound, right? So you want to maximize those eight games where those where those two guys are out there. Um, I don't know if you necessarily want to put like a number on it, like oh they have to they have to go six and two or something in those games. Sure. But eight, no. you would think they have. I mean, they need to be over five hundred, and yeah, like six and two sounds a lot better than five and three in, in those games. And and I mean that's what they have the next two days with with the Mets. So. I don't know if you're if you're feeling great necessarily with it with a split here against the New York Mets, knowing that you have those two guys going in this series and you don't have either of them going this weekend. Uh, Brandon Stevens in the chat asked where my hat yesterday came from. I believe that's from fanatics, but don't let Max hear me say that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it's 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 a good problem to have if the Diamondbacks make the playoffs to figure out how they're going to stack their starting rotation. Oh. That means things have gone well for them this season. I mean, again, yeah, exactly. that's that's the ultimate at this point. That's just the ultimate finish line is for them to get in. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, even if things don't work out, you just still got to celebrate the fact yeah. that they have made they've they're better. They've ever since that disastrous season in 2021, they've managed to climb their way out of, you know, that situation and get back to this yeah. Get back to being this good Very of a good team. problem to have. Yeah. I'd much rather them throw Jesse out there to pitch game one of the wild card than them not make the wild card. I bet Jesse has a good breaking ball. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. You just the had to like pitch? take that opportunity to hate I, on my pitch. You haven't even seen me throw a baseball. I Sean. wasn't trying to. I, <laughs> no. Put guess, any one of us. I guess you were saying you would. You would rather. I would. Have I would ra- I, yeah. I guess you were off. talking up my pitching ability. That's uh, fair. That's you you fair. have a fresh arm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't have many in it. Look at this point. We're, we 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 rather take the devil we don't know anyway rather than the devil <laughs> exactly. we do know. Right. So Connor but, and Michael make a make an interesting point in the chat. Oh uh, yeah, that, I was gonna that, address that. Uh, the, yeah, like do the Phillies really deserve to have like their current season record in the All City standings? <laughs> That's a fair point. We could just make the Phillies zero and one. Because they are, they lost their first game. Yeah, since like the way the stats reset of, for a player when they come over to yeah, the new team. Yeah, yeah, the Phillies are zero and one, so they'd be at the bottom. And uh, sorry, yeah, I mean that that's good luck a, that's, a, that's a good idea. But if we they, can do that. They're gonna have like a 
like a like a crazy win percentage if they yeah, go on they any win kind of winning. Game yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, two it's games. A, they're crazy. A, uh, they'll six, be right back up there. Yeah, sixty-seven. That's not a good plan. That's not a good plan. We'll have to come up with something else. But uh, of course, if you live here in Arizona, you're an Arizona Diamondbacks fan. You need to get yourself a quality pair of sunglasses. And of course, you can get those from our friends at Shady Rays, an independent sunglass company with a world-class product uh, and a world-class lost and broken replacement plan. Of course, Shady Rays tells us if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will bring you a they will bring you. It makes it sound like they'll hand deliver it to you. Uh, they'll send you out. They'll have a courier of some kind or a mail person bring it to you. But uh, they will send you a brand new pair of glasses. No questions asked. No guilt. They won't heap shame upon you for losing them. They will just send you out a br- uh, brand new pair. You can shop their entire collection at their location at Kierlin Commons. It's a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And, of course, if you don't like the sunglasses you either get at Kierlin Commons or online, you can either exchange them for a new pair or get your money back for free within 30 days. No questions asked. They have your back long after you make your purchase. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Um, and you know what? It's tailgating season and, of course, the perfect beer to have at tailgates is our friends at Fort Peaks. Kilt Lifter. Kilt Lifter is the perfect tailgate beer, and it has been for over 25 years here in the Valley. Win or lose, we booze with Kilt Lifter. Uh, so make sure to check out Four Peaks wherever you get your beer. You can get uh, Four Peaks, especially at uh, the remaining games at Chase Field. You can go to the Four Peaks draft room up there in right field and get your beers there. Of course, for you can. Game three of the ALD or the NLDS. Yeah, with Merrill Kelly on the mound, right? Wait, no. I don't know how that would line up. No, it wouldn't be Merrill Kelly at that point. I don't like, know. Game three would be, oh my game God. Three of the NLDS would be the first Don't even get me game. started beyond this three-game series of the wild card. That makes me even more worried. It's but. the first chance we'd have to play a playoff game at home. All right. Well, be game three I'm for it. NLDS. I'm for it. I'm all right. for playoff they might games not have. Home. They might not have either Merrill or Zach. Like, if they got to the NLDS... Like in games one and yeah, two, yeah. Like they might have to piece together two games that. Well, we'll cross that bridge yeah, when we get a, there. Again, it'll it'll be a great problem to have. <laughs> if, should we have to experience it? Figure well, it yeah. out. I'm we sure, are going to be. Sure there's going to be a situation where Zach Davies is pitching in like game one of a series in the postseason, and we're all going to be upset about it, and we're going to be like, remember, we could be at home not playing baseball right That's now. A great point. That's a great point. Sean, you are, I think you are right though that yeah, I mean, like a game three of an NLDS, that would be the first the first opportunity the D backs would have to play a home play. Potentially could be a uh, depending on how the first two games go, either a clinching or a winner go home. Right? Because the DLS will be five games, no? Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Uh, this is th- this all seems too early to be talking yeah, about any of this. It's but crazy to start thinking about. <laughs> yeah, we should. So if they made it to the World Series, yeah. who would be available in Game <laughs> One? Like, uh, I can't wait for celebrate the Diamondbacks World Series Zach victory Gallin's with a kill lifter. Five <laughs> inning, five inning like relief appearance to uh, win Game Seven. Yeah, celebrate with a kill lifter. Yeah, that's right. Well, visit fourpeaks.com/locator to find all things uh, from your favorite brewery tours and events. Stein holding Oktoberfest. Haunted Brewery Tours. Again, the ghosts make the beer. Sorry to sorry to tell <laughs> oh, you guys yeah, that, we, but it's the oh, truth. Just, hey, hey, just the so you know, ghosts, ghosts make, the, make beer. the beer. Uh, Haunted Brewery Tours are all right around the corner, so check out at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub on social media to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. That's true. We could just catch Philly and, and play the wild card here. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, the door is technically still, still open. Which, I swear to God, if that happens, we better play Philly and not Chicago because... 
I don't know. I don't know how those snowbirds are down. It wasn't cheap for the snowbirds to get down here. They have the money to pay for playoffs. I remember I, I attended a Diamondbacks Cubs playoff game in, I think it was 2007. Oh, wow. Diamondbacks played the Cubs in the NLDS. And I think, I think they do a pretty good job of making it so that. So I don't know how they do it, honestly. Well, yeah, there but are I think it's, of- it's it's vast majority Diamondbacks fans at playoff games generally. Yeah. From from my experience, like, I, growing I see up. a lot of teams that do like the zip code thing. Um, yeah, but, right. Um, it's a little different here because yeah, they most live, of them here. live here. Yeah, they live here. Yeah, they're they're in Gilbert. <laughs> they are in surprise. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's all we got right now. Of course, uh, make sure to follow us on social media. Uh, I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. This maniac next to me, Sean, he is at Sean underscore DePause. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. The other maniac in this situation is the one behind the Mac. That is Damon. We are Damon's dogs. <laughs> and of course, uh, you can follow him at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. Uh, all roads, of course, do lead to at PHNX underscore sports. Uh, and our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. Make sure to follow uh, at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and we thank you guys again for stopping by. We appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is way more fun when you know who is going to pitch in the first game of the playoffs. <laughs>